Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm your host, Tiffany, and I want to thank you again for tuning in. We have another special guest, my dear sweetheart, Miss Isa. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's up, y'all? <laughs> so, girl. we just, what's going on with you, man? Everything, everything and nothing at all. Everything. What, what's your, you know, background? How did you even just start as an artist? Just tell me a little bit. Oh, so, okay. First, thank you for having me. I love <laughs> this. Of Miss Tiffany, um, <laughs> um, you know, we, we go back many, many years. Yeah. Um, just connecting a strong connection a real connection yes. it wasn't it's always been from the beginning like a really uh genuine authentic mm-hmm. connection so this is dope and mm-hmm. um but yeah just as far as the artistry is concerned you know i've been in the industry the music industry since i was 12 mm, and okay. so i was singing at clubs <laughs> literally wow. at 12 years old and so there's a gentleman by the name of jay boogie okay. who is um, known in Chicago and so if you don't know the name then you would know him like this when So So Deaf and like uh, Jermaine Dupree and DeBrad mm-hmm. and everything you know so mm-hmm. remember they used to wear those leather outfits mm-hmm. back in the day he designed those wow okay. he had another another profession <laughs> but that was what you know we knew him yeah. for um, his mom and his family like they had down on Clark Street downtown they had a big like ha- a design house nice they would make all of these leather outfits yeah. and so um, he had a music situation I don't even know what it was at the time I don't know if it was mm-hmm. a pro- probably a production deal or something that he had probably connected to Jermaine. I was just a teenage girl who was the lead singer of a group with two other females, Keisha and <laughs> Trina, and they were like 17 or 18. I, you know, was the little girl <laughs> who was still the big girl. Um, wow. I had no idea. Uh, I was like, I started that young and my dad would come with me to performances like we performed at places like kaboom wow like so like that long ago yes so i remember that specifically um and we worked with i mean it's just it's been a long time and I was my name. My nickname was Young Boss. You know, he would give me literally. He would give me the money when we went places. Like you take wow. care of everything. I know me. Just been in it for a long time. So that was my beginnings in the industry. But mm-hmm. I've been singing forever, all through school, yeah. junior high school. Um, I was groomed um, in church, of course, mm-hmm. in music and church, but. I really single-handedly, I want to say the practice and the um, science of, you know, my voice and honing it, what I would give to Miss Vernon Jordan. Okay. She was our chorus teacher in junior high school, and uh, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't take no stuff, and she made sure that I was out front, that I didn't, I really didn't like that I had a gift growing up. Okay, why is that? Well, because... Where some people 
look at having gifts as an advantage I didn't like that people favored me just because mm-hmm. of it okay and then I also had people you know gifts come with haters yeah. like you know because you're favored now people you think you somebody yeah. and yeah. I didn't like being ostracized that way okay you know I what I'm saying yeah. which other people be like whatever yeah. because you know I just didn't like that I just I'm a kumbaya yeah. person <laughs> so but she she made Miss Jordan was like get on your cotton picking note yeah. get on your cotton picking job you gonna get this cotton pick this how she that's her word this cotton picking mic and you gonna sing these cotton picking songs alright that's and, and you know she she made sure that I knew that I had a responsibility mm. even as a kid I didn't know what it meant but I knew that I had a responsibility yeah. I had to sing you know yeah so yeah I mean that's mm. That's the beginning. The beginning. You know, of course, part. my father's a pastor. <clears throat> I grew up in church. That was a no-brainer that I was going to sing in church. Mm-hmm. I directed in church. I, was I say, taught you probably doing everything. I did, yeah, yeah, everything. It was, it was, yeah. So, so when did you pull out? Not pull out because I think you you were always in church. But when did you start becoming more active as far as like being more involved in the industry and you know maybe traveling more? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When did all that happen? So How because I started. As a kid, yeah, the group. So I went from that group to another group. I, of course, Chicago's own Kaya Holmes. You guys yeah. know her. Um, we were in a group as teenagers in high school, and so we would travel with our manager Sophia Kareem. So I mean, I've always been connected to the industry. industry. I've always okay. been connected to what people think are celebrities and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I was never. Oh, something happened and mm-hmm. it thrusted me. It was like a grooming over time. Mm, yeah, cool. absolutely. Okay, so with it being a melting pot, like you're saying, what we have now, everybody's just, you know, you can't kind of define. Mm-hmm. Is that a good or a bad thing? Because I know we have come into, or I know that people at one time would voice that I don't like being put in a box. Mm-hmm. Or meaning like a, a genre or mm-hmm. you labeling me and saying this is what I am, which is why, you know, we pretty much have seen those, you know, labels or even just those genres, people being taken up, taken them off mm-hmm. of those labels. Yeah. Them, yeah. They're just mm-hmm. dropping them and saying, we're just doing music. You just going to do music and then, you know, allow the people in a sense to just like it or love it or they'll put a name to it. But we don't want to. Do you think that's a bad thing that we're not able to place them like that um, and just everybody being there? Or do you feel like... So there's the technical um, the technical explanation to that. And then there's, of course, what any creative will feel in their heart. Um, when you are concerned about um, the system of music. Mm-hmm. There are rules, yeah. and there are things that you you. There are rules and steps that you take. There is a course that you follow. So, being placed in a genre means that you're positioned f- for recognition in music. You know the music business. Mm-hmm. You know um, with Grammys, with awards, and with organizations who acknowledge who you are. Yeah, um, they're looking to place you somewhere That's because. True. It makes sense in the system that they've created. And so if that's something that you care about, and sometimes people don't care about it, they just fit in a certain box. 
Um, and listen, I like things that come in boxes. Yeah. You know, I get stuff sent to my house all the time. <laughs> it's predictable. That's good. You know what I'm just so saying? Good. But that's I predictable. Like you know what you're getting. You know, that's why you subscribe. That's so it's so fine. It, and it has its place. There are also people who don't want that at all. Yeah. It depends on what your why is. I know people who are completely against the... They're, they're, it's not that their music is so different. They're against the music industry. Yeah. And so they make in purpose not to be put inside of a box. Yeah. Then there are people like me who <laughs> I respect the system. I'm not interested right now in conforming. Mm -hmm. um, I think there are certain things that I will do in the future to make sure my purpose is impact. Okay. So when you understand that connecting to certain things will help with the bigger goal, then you do it. Sure. Anything that compromises the goal, you don't connect to. It doesn't matter how much it may seem it might help the goal. Yeah. But if it's going to compromise the goal, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. It's a great thing when you are an independent artist and you know how to, you know, flow and be successful. Not everybody is meant to be a solopreneur. Mm -hmm. Some people you do need to partner with a major and, mm -hmm. and, and so that you can see some of your goals, you yeah. know, if, if the, you know, but I think it's just uh, according to finding out what your goals are. It's not really whether or not it's okay that it's separate. It's about the major still exists, yeah. you know, which in you know to be more you know specific when you say genres that's labels most of the time they are a certain type of label and they house i mean i know of course they're major labels who house all different kinds of genre you know um music but when you are an artist who's seeking the support of a major um, for whatever reason that mm -hmm. you are, that's the issue is that people don't know yeah. why they should or should not be independent or connected. And yeah. so that's where the, or even the benefits of figuring out the plan for both, yeah. you know, it's just, I want to be independent. I don't want nobody telling me what to do. Well, maybe yeah. you need somebody to tell you what to do. That's you so know? true. Like, that's, that's so true. And I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that seemed to be a consistent, um, not issue or concern or maybe just something that comes up with with music mm -hmm. whether to go with a label or whether to be independent yeah and i've seen a lot i've seen um a lot on both sides independent people some struggle and then there's some that man they take off and they For do sure. very well mm -hmm. you know um and then the same with being on label because just because you get on a label don't mean that everything is going to be you know all cookies and cream you know i've seen where people um, have even been with the label and decided to come off and yeah. be independent. Yeah. So you you've seen both sides as well. Absolutely, for sure. I what mean, do you feel like has been the most? And it may vary. It may, I think that people are transition absolutely transitioning more towards independent. Mm -hmm. Um, their independence. I think it is. I think it's because when we connected to the old infrastructure and the old kind of ecosystem of things was I was an artist um, I had these big budgets where people could come in and do my music yeah. and make sure that I was taken care of as far as my image and all of the visuals whatever that needed to be done and I just was the creative yeah. I didn't know anything about the music and this is where a lot of people got robbed you get people who were being taken advantage of and it's mainly because we were not educated about the business 
I think the advantage of being an independent, if you really understand what's being afforded to independents now, mm-hmm. you're a lot of majors are on the same playing field. The money is there mm-hmm. in majors, and they're having to innovate, and they are. Yeah. They have the money. They got the money to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They as long as you understand how to reinvent yourself mm. you always stay in business but i think that it, it is pushing towards independent uh, more independent artists people are being dropped all the time mm-hmm. and that's because in the major labels are always the minor artists mm. they're not you know your major to your people but when your people stop bringing in the numbers and different things like that they'll yeah. drop you because you're minor to the label yeah. you were always minded to the yeah. label um and so what happens is is those what especially in in black music because you know we is a whole lot of things to say about it but you know we stop we don't buy music mm-hmm. you know it, it's just one mm-hmm. of those things but then you can look at beyonce and look at those numbers and she's a black artist and although her her demographic is also a melting pot mm-hmm. there are lots of black people who support her yeah and so you can look again alicia keys you can look at a lot of different artists that are that were connected to major levels now beyonce is you know her own entity mm-hmm. of course beyonce is like mm-hmm. a beyonce is like pepsi yeah you know what i'm Absolutely. saying she's a brand by herself yeah. but that yeah. is different than if we talk about fantasia because fantasia while she's an amazing artist we all know we love Fantasia, but it's about what it was working in business. Mm. You know, she's independent now and she's not connected to a label. Mm. Um, some some splits are very public and people are like, you know, because some people have to fight yeah. for what's theirs and, you know, what's not. You know, some people's are quiet. You don't know whether or not they're on a major or whatever anymore. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing when you can get educated on how people don't know the, the business side of things. Artists get next to nothing. Mm. They make some some of their money. It, God forbid they did a 360 deal, you know, which is basically the label gets a piece of everything you do. But um, most artists get their money from touring, mm. you know. So that's why they're trying to hurry up and yeah. and and Go you know do yeah. yeah. But when you release yourself from there's this you're the you're the you're the business and what your responsibility as an artist to do is to create these these streams these branches Mm -hmm. if you will whatever however you want to describe them i think streams are better because you got things going in things going out Mm -hmm. where you you maximize what that looks like Mm -hmm. and so when you are usually connected to a label what you create as intellectual property as, through songs and records and stuff there's the publishing there's all different there's money inside of money yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and so artists if you didn't write a song or if you didn't produce a song you don't get, you don't get anything but uh, whatever yeah. you negotiated to say i'm actually the person yeah who's Swag doing this slave, so can i get a Swag, little bit yeah you know but it's mm-hmm. that's how it works yeah and whatever you know so but when you come from out of that now whatever you create you can negotiate on your own with whoever writers. You want to write the whole record yourself. Yeah. You know, you're doing it. I don't know how smart that is. Okay. But I'm just saying, if you're a writer, now 
take your hand in writing. Yeah. You know, sometimes maybe when you don't have creative control, majors say, hey, this is system. And that's because they have their own system. They mm-hmm. have in-house writers. They have relationships. And so it's all different kinds of things that go on that when you decide whatever you're doing, you ha- you just should have an understanding about why it works for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... I mean, it is definitely pushing poor, more poor towards independent, mm-hmm. though. Absolutely. It's hard for people don't even do record like albums no more because there's so many things that, you know, people are not giving their attention to full artists. This is another reason why the lifetime lifespan of an artist is shorter Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm learning of you faster, but I'm over you faster because it's another person. So true. Oh, my God. That is so true. Yep. I don't grow with like we grew we couldn't wait for like yep. when Jodeci was dropping albums man I'm out here like like people don't even put posters up in their room no because no we're not advocates see with, on a customer journey we don't look at it like that in marketing you want the <clears throat> the customer who we fans mm-hmm. to go on a journey yeah. so this is where I learn of you love your music so then they they love you so much that they want a t-shirt after the music you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Oh, if you do a single then they want the album they get the album then you want the t-shirt now I want to come to your show and buy mm-hmm. whatever you have like I want posters I want you to throw they the towel like, they yes. want to take a picture with if you they I want an experience yeah. people don't care about that like that no more yeah the kind of you know it's yeah. just like a little bit you know it's not like a yeah it's not it's times are different I am I'm one of those people because I got one fit foot over mm-hmm. here one foot over there mm-hmm. I just think that people need the full experience that's why I'm dedicated to like still I get the system I know that people are only putting out four songs now and seeing what people say about it then and and, and I think there's a psychology behind it mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. um just kind of giving people room enough to wait you know for mm-hmm. something but I also think when you do undeniable work yeah like people just won't the that work, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and you got the right amount of people pushing that. Mm-hmm. Cause now I be to me on the other side of it, listening to you guys as artists, I be like, the album's too short these days. Uh-huh. I'm like, I need you to be. Think about it. People go on road trips. Yeah, you know, if they if they clean in the house, yeah, you know, and I don't want to have to keep coming back and then go. Right, you know what I'm saying? Or put on repeat, yeah. or try Give to find another an hour. I need a, exactly, yeah. exactly. My record was only thirty, like what thirty two minutes, something, something very short. Yeah, it was, it was too short. Nine, for me too. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was nine tracks, but yeah, it was it was fast. It it's like fast. you know, and you gotta realize we had interludes, we had yeah. like all different kinds of things yeah um and so i think it's gonna come back i think that what people still want is an experience in music Mm -hmm. and i think we just have to become more innovative in expressing Mm -hmm. that experience people are becoming more creative with how they create an experience for their audience yeah this next record is about to be (laughs) it's a whole nother level but the dressing room it's i we're working on the official date but um Um, the fall. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Indian summer like in the beginning of yeah. fall somewhere. Yeah, but I this is gonna be crazy. <laughs> it is. It's gonna be kind of. It's gonna be. That's a whole other conversation. I believe, and, and the tour, and we gonna do a Listen, whole shebang we, with we it. We are. You know? We. I kind of <clears throat> toured with dressing room. You did. I did you some did. little things. I'm, I'm an independent artist, so and I'm my mother of three. 
Yes, so, you are. And we got to talk a little bit about that because do they sing? And nah, yeah, they, they are you do. grooming them? All of for, them? I mean, you know, I give them room. They have it honestly. They don't, so uh, I dare give them room to do it freely and how they want. When they ask for my help, yeah. I'm with them. I really like like my kids. So yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm young I'm with my kids. My kids are about to be grown in two years. Yeah. You know, so we do things like we watched the whole Beyonce homecoming last night together. Nice. You know, you know, like we do that yeah. often with music or not with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with music and we break things apart. I just watch them and see how they love things that I love. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is really like, these are, these That's are cool. mini me's, you yeah. know, I call them the isolate. <laughs> so what has been your challenge? Like, you know, with you being an artist and being a mother, you know, all those things, you know, like single. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's single. true. Single <laughs> and hot single. and fly. <laughs> no. So yeah, that, uh, about that, uh, it's, it's, a, it's something, you know, I, it's my prayer and it's coming very soon. Mm-hmm. I would like for my children to travel everywhere with me. Like yeah. I don't even want them to be in public school sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I would like for them to learn, to travel and learn, you know, about life and, you know, we, we would have a tutor in different places for them to learn other things, but um, they're, I mean, the girls are basically graduates now yeah. in high school, coming up soon. But with GJ, um, my son, he's four. And so that was tricky because <laughs> I was in L.A. and his dad, I, I was trying to get them to come there. My, my girls were living with their father in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was, it's been... It's been a lot because there's so many layers underneath. Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, we can go into all of them. But I'm just saying in general, it's a challenge like any family, though. But because I always tell my children, you guys get more of me than a a mother or father who works a nine to five. Yeah. Because by the time they come home, we're eating and it's time for y'all to go to bed. Y'all have me for weeks at Mm -hmm. a time. Y'all have me. You know what I mean? When I do have to leave. Even if I have to be gone for a tour, I've never had to be gone for like months at a time. Mm-hmm. But even if I had to leave for like two months, I'm with you for eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm with you for the rest of the year because we made $50,000 on, you know, like yeah. whatever it is that, you know, you make. And so I try to show them the upside. And I've told them earlier, very early on, we're not a normal family. Yeah. We'll never be normal. We have a great responsibility. Um, and what we have, we have to just learn how to um, create our own rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's any family, though. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's. It's 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 different because most of the world lives in kind of a traditional structure. Yeah. But I have very supportive parents, very mm-hmm. supportive family. I always have mm-hmm. had that, and so I think when you have a strong dynamic, and if the dynamics are strong in your um, relationships, with, yeah. whether it be with your spouse, with your children, anything can work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? For you sure. know you can. 
Yeah, that's my mom. That's mommy's job. You yep. know, that's how her job works. Because a lot of people, they may work in a corporate job and mm-hmm. be gone for months and do the same that's thing. True. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, as long as you built that strong dynamic like that, and I love how you set the stage for it and you told them, you sat down and had a conversation. Absolutely. Look, this is how we are. That's, that's great. That's great. It's important. <clears throat> I think communication is just really important, period. Yeah. You know, especially with children. I don't think we respect kids enough. I think we just think they're kids, Ooh, and so we don't give them the way to have an opinion or even to feel, and that's why they grow into dysfunctional it's adults. It's true. <laughs> you know what? Because people forget, because I know spiritual people or religious people, I'll say, mm-hmm. they'll throw that language out. Um, Children obey your parents, you know, and mm-hmm. so your days belong. But it also say parents don't provoke, provoke your, your children to wrath. That's right. You know, so... Also, too, <laughs> listen... <laughs> And yeah. I think I think just the way we parent is totally different from the way like you know when we when we grow yeah. up you know it's mm-hmm. different and we sit down we have more conversation more conversations instead of just going right to the belt mm-hmm. you know I, well, I also too the <laughs> but belt. you will use the that belt. too the belt yes yeah. it still works yeah. that <laughs> belt still works. Oh yes, honey. Yeah, I, I don't whip my kids that much. I just whip my four year old, and he's four, so you would think he yeah. gets lots of whipping. I feel <laughs> weird giving him a whip because I don't really do right? that. I think that if you talk to, <clears throat> there are some things that require an immediate. What is the purpose of whooping? Mm-hmm. The purpose of whooping is to connect them to it should be mm-hmm. the stimuli that don't do like it should yeah, be an emergency absolutely so like if you hit if you touching a stove mm-hmm. that's a hit don't mm-hmm. do that you're mm-hmm. three you're two that's a no-no mm-hmm. because now they'll remember right now we, you don't need to understand why you just need to know that if i touch that's that yeah. i'm gonna get you know yeah my smack is gonna be better than the consequence of that so then remember i don't touch that that's a no-no but when you when they start lying and being sneaky mm-hmm. now we got to go into your reasoning like what's yeah. making you think that this is okay for you to do yeah you know it's and funny. you have conversations to, to even to, to understand how they come to the conclusions that they do mm-hmm. and i know i think that consequences don't always consequences don't always equal whoopings Mm -hmm. they should all all the time they should have consequences for their actions um but i don't think that whooping does anything except give them um more fuel for being more crafty in their business their Mm. mischief you know mm-hmm. so because it's just like well i can't if i do this then mama gonna go whatever you never you're never talking to them about why they're doing what yeah they're doing, you know yeah why you like that you, you know? need to why know the why yeah why did you do that <laughs> yeah you know because people will like if they don't understand or if you don't understand they'll just keep going and going and For going sure. thinking that that's okay but For sure when you hear the why and you can explain why that may not be a good idea, mm-hmm. then maybe something will click, which will cause them not yep. to do it. But you maybe, know. maybe. And, but that's hard for a lot of parents, just to be honest, you know, yeah, and, and the, the reality of it is a lot of parents, they not being upfront and honest with what's going on in their lives, even to uh-huh. their children, they're hiding it. Yeah. You know? And so it, what that does is it, it produces more them to be liars and to cover up yeah. and just like how we hear all the time you know our parents didn't tell us a lot of things that we found out later you be like, like now what? what no wait just a minute 
minute, you know, like, like okay, now <laughs> blah blah blah. You exactly. Know. And then as I remember, you know, them not wanting to tell us certain things because they would always say, You just too young to know that. Uh-huh. Like, that's you know, stay out of grown folk business, yes. you know. But I feel that there's a way to explain it in childlike terms where they can get it Absolutely. and you can I'm not saying tell them everything but you can cut it off and say you know even like I'll use Nick, for me an example like when my niece is I was married I'm divorced mm-hmm. that whole thing my I remember my niece one of my nieces is like a counselor you know she's just <laughs> so discerning and she just you know asks a lot of questions right. and and if we were young if we would have said some things like that when we were young, it would have been like, girl, stay out of grown folk business. Like, don't, you don't ask your auntie you about none of that stuff uh-huh. like that. But she had asked me, like, do you miss him? You know, and she'd be like, you know, Aww. yeah, just, it was so innocent. Uh-huh. Like, she's like, that's healthy. It is. Those are honest feelings. Absolutely. And yeah. so I had to be honest and not shut her down right. and not, you know, say, you know, girl, dang, none of Now, what you talking about? What you talking because about? What you mean? Don't you ask me nothing about that? You know, no, you know, I, we had a conversation about it. And I'm yeah. like, and you, it's okay if you miss him too. Yeah. You know, if you want to call him, if you want to, yeah. you know, absolutely. Yeah. That's still your, you know what I'm saying? So, like, having those, and I just thought about it after, like, I could never have those conversations with my auntie. Now, I had probably that one special auntie that Man, she you got one. But yeah. the rest of them is yeah. like, yeah. And then my mama would probably find out and pop me in my mouth and be like, girl, you ask you, your auntie Claire. You don't ask and, her that. You, <laughs> she <laughs> miss him. You take, that you ain't even none of your business. You don't even know what that means. You don't know what that means. Stay out of grown folks' business. Go on, sit down somewhere. Well, I miss him. Like, how was she even intuitively able to ask Absolutely. that if she didn't know what it means? Absolutely. I'd be like, y'all, you're not thinking. <laughs> You know. And evidently she's feeling something right. and she's right. she wanna talk it out. So yeah. I think a lot of times that's what's going on with our kids and we should pay attention to that. For sure. And we should, you know, acknowledge whatever their concerns are, their issues are. But anyway, like that'll be a that's whole nother oh, it's no but it's needful. It's definitely needful. Yeah. But we need to that's a conversation that should be had. So winding up with you, um, where are you at today, um, as far as like relationship because that all plays a part of you know <laughs> this whole face it's, oh my god <laughs> did we say we had a, a boundary no I was just saying oh, I mean I, re, I recant <laughs> um no I um dang I know I now let me to. just tell you why it's crazy because um the last two days. So I'm in a situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, amazing. A beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. Um, you know, when you go through a lot of like trauma in your own life mm-hmm. and you haven't settled and allowed God to really heal you from those things. Um, and I think that's all of us. I'm speaking of it eloquently because it's my situation, but it is honestly this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not, we're just, we're apart now. We're just, we, I think I, I know that he love each other very much, yeah. but I think that there are, there are 
moments in relationships where we become the savior and that means you have to sustain that for the rest of your relationship and that's why people be together for years and then they break up yeah because it's finally like i can't even hold this together no more Mm -hmm. and there were things i think about both of us but i think in in this particular situation um that triggered him you know and the the thing about me in this time the most healthy time of my life i think you know to be going through such i've never loved anybody the way that i love him he's oh look at oh, you no, he, he's he's oh. amazing no he is he it's been some hell like yeah, you know but yeah. he's an amazing person like i know why the hell i think a lot of it is even my own like stepping out of what I know that God is telling me to do at this time just because once you have a connection with a person you want to sustain it especially when it's a connection you've never had with someone Mm. and um, he's just an amazing person no matter what our outcome is and I think that when I know that because I can say this without flinching Mm -hmm. I'm just in another space Um, I'm a wife Yes, and uh i'm grooming i'm a, i'm grooming myself and responsible to uh the rootering of the holy spirit in my of holy spirit in my life about that because i feel like um just in my own life it's coming closer mm-hmm. will it be him i my cash just got tight <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay um not your cash got <laughs> look you know how that gets <laughs> but i wouldn't be him i wanted to be him tiff like yeah. he oh, that's oh. he's amazing g like he's an amazing guy we we are completely ourselves with each other and oh. i'm talking about it ever he's such a pastor and i know i have a pastor's heart too yeah so like when i say that it's not the churchy part of me. Yeah. And when you say that, if you understand who pastors are and what they do, mm-hmm. you'll understand why mm-hmm. I love him. He he loves people. Yeah. Um he he ministers, you know, like he he can't help but to 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 love and I think that's where he hasn't learned, you know what I'm saying, yeah. where God has to teach him how to filter the expectation of what's reciprocated and how you give out and that you know what what pastors have to do and that's in life you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think when you love really freely and really uh openly and people misuse that Mm -hmm. you turn into all kinds of stuff and that's the thing i promised myself this time that with this situation no matter where it turned i wouldn't go back to the old way of dealing with myself yeah i'm i want to be wife and so i'm not reaching back i'm not you know i got plenty of like people who are interested in yeah of course but i don't (laughs) i'm not interested i'm gonna just tell them that i'm not interested (laughs) right now i don't know how long i'm gonna be in this space because listen sir (laughs) (laughs) destiny is at the the time of listen the time of the essence okay (laughs) um destiny is calling like if we have a conversation about what our boundaries are or what our system is that's what our system is yeah. the trust is built there yeah um but then when i understand that if tomorrow you decide you want to change that 
to something else. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to be okay with the fact that you're an individual. I signed up yeah. to be in something, yeah. to do life with someone who's completely different than me. Yeah. Now, of course, that gets frustrating when somebody is inconsistent, but that's a foundational issue. Yeah, it's true. You see what I'm it's saying? True. Like, so it's yeah. still what you or I decide mm-hmm. if we're in a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what are the expectations? Are I got to be able to pull and push, but you also got to know that you know sometimes people are out of whack yeah (laughs) it's just and and stuff happens to even make people you know so it's not just about compassion and sacrifice and you know knowing your place yeah as an individual you know i think a lot of women too get that mixed up as far as like i think we've taken on and maybe society has done it as far as like the independence role have become a um a word of strength and no vulnerability yeah and so it's caused women to just i show think life has made us like life too. It, it has it has but but for women they feel like they have to be independent and you can't take the back seat because they take that as weakness or you know you not submitting you know like (laughs) you can still be independent and still submissive you know what I'm saying like I think you can't and I'm I'm being so serious if you come on like if you come on some of my lives I'm about to create I'm working on some things myself um and the platform is called After Sunday Live. Mm-hmm. And so what I kind of try to give context to is a lot of these things that we debunk a lot of the dumb stuff that mm-hmm. we hear all of the time with respect mm-hmm. for people who have different difference of opinions. But for me, and I just said this yesterday, I need a man to feel we want a man to be the head. But then we don't want to help facilitate that in a mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. But we have to stop silencing our men. Yeah. And we need them to learn their voice again. Yeah. I really do believe that. And stuff will start yeah. kind of shifting, changing for everybody. The black yeah. families, I everybody. I agree. Yeah. So what do you want to leave with the people um, today? And, and of course, I want you to leave um, your latest... Um, events that you have coming up, okay. uh, your current work and everything. But, um, Where do I want to leave? Um, uh, not to be churchy because it's not a churchy thing, but the spirit of the Lord is access to freedom. You know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. I think that in music or in any other area of your life, when you commit yourself to connecting and staying connected, nurturing your connection with the spirit of God, mm-hmm. that it's everything. It guides you. It keeps you. It stops you. It pushes you. It's 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 the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about vibes. We talk about energy. We talk about that. It's all of that. Yeah. He, well, he is all of that. Like, um, And I think it's important to understand you know we we say he you know he's a spirit and everything but that seed is important when we say he that means there's a planting there is a planting that we can nurture and watch grow and Mm. multiply yeah and so um that's why i always correct myself um also because holy spirit is a person but Mm -hmm. um you know it's just important that we understand how to respect the spirit of god and in everything you do, my music, um, I, I want to 
in this time in the earth. And this is what I want to encourage to every creative, every woman, every mother. These are all the things that I am. Businesswoman, yes. business person, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, connect with the spirit of God, man. Yeah. Like really connect with it and silence everything around you long enough where you can recognize the the voice of God. Um it, he might not be telling you what you think he's telling you. Mm-hmm. And I think we listen through the filters of religion a lot of times and our ears are plugged with those filters mm-hmm. in marriage, whatever mm-hmm. we've talked about in lots of different ways. So I just want you guys to open yourself up to really um hearing from God. He he's a rewarder yes. of those that diligently seek him. And he's not gonna leave you hanging. And I think everything that I've done so far in my life, though any major accomplishment has just been because the spirit of the Lord has been with me. Yeah. And uh, we've co partnered, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um so yeah. That's I mean just with well, the spirit of the Lord there's liberty. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and what I'm a about freedom fighter? Yes, yes. Love that. Freedom yeah. fighter. Um what are all your platforms? How can the people reach you? So on Instagram, I am at her name is underscore isa her name is underscore isa it's the same on facebook her name is and then space isa um i'm not really on twitter but it's the same thing on twitter <laughs> and um yeah i uh you can go to my website her name is isa.com mm-hmm. and uh if you are looking for some great music i have a my first uh debut record Woo! album on all major uh you know and minor mm-hmm. platforms <laughs> digital outlets yes. and i'm working on my next record um i would tell you the name of it but i haven't released the name yet okay it's really really <laughs> We're not going to release it right here on breakfast. The first we, I'm going to come back. Don't come back. And okay. I'm going to tell you what, because we're going to have a whole. Yeah, we got to have. No, it. no. It, like, it's ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to really. It's, I'm all about healing and deliverance. Yeah. And I'm always looking for creative ways to do those things. Absolutely. This record is about to do something crazy. Absolutely. And I love it because it's unorthodox. Yeah. I love that. It's going to be great. I, I look forward to it. And then don't forget about you have a mentorship program. If I do. Yeah. A Vocal Mentor Express is um, my mentorship for aspiring vocalists. Um, I teach you um, some of the rudimental aspects of the professional life as a vocalist. I give mm. you uh, access to my resources and you have access to me. I just started April. May is coming up. Yes. Um, and so we are taking new mentees for that. I have 25 spots available for May and um, I'm actually in the process of building an agency called the Eating Artist Agency and we are a creative boutique agency that helps um, creativepreneurs to um, facilitate a consistent monetization Mm -hmm. um, as a um, creative and you know, we do that through consultations, educational resources, and uh, done-for-you services. So, mm. I'm excited. That's awesome. 
All of that, yes. Y'all get into it. Make sure y'all look look her up. Follow her. Follow her and everything that she's doing. She's amazing. We love you. Yes, we do. (laughs) I just thank you again, Isa, again for everything and just you stopping by sharing your wealth of knowledge, your experience, um, and even just your wisdom on some things that we talked about today. I mean, I really feel like those were some profound nuggets that you love. With yeah. people and it should hit somebody so we thank you guys again for tuning in thank you and we'll see you same place same time next week breakfast at Tiffany's bye bye guys <laughs>